welcome back to the Ghost and Shadow Podcast. This is your boy, Billy Goldfang. And this is your co-pilot stirring the ship today, Ray Vegas, letting you know that everybody's a tough guy until they get punched in the mouth. Welcome back. Welcome back, mother suckers. Before we continue, we would like to thank our Patreon members who are supporting us. Eric Perez, Kim Capone, Rizzo K., Derek Kleiner and Margot LaCorey. Thank you guys very much for being our Patreon members. And we really do appreciate everybody supporting us and sharing our content on social media platforms, helping our channel grow. Big shout. Thank you guys. Billy, take it away. Take it away. I've seen Fight Club about 28 times. I think you're one of the ones that either you or Eric put me on a Fight Club. It's an incredible movie. (laughs) It is. I've actually watched it several times. So... I think we wanted to talk about fights today, but at the same time, we haven't gotten into that many fights. I've gotten into a handful of fights, not like, you know, put them up, you know. Yeah, put your dukes up. <laughs> Square up type fights, but more like rage-induced uh, tackle and swing situations. Yeah, most of the fights that I've been into over the course of the years have been induced like it wasn't me. It's never me. It's always other people. So that's actually what I wanted to ask you is, have you ever been in a fight that was like a beef between you and another person? Or are you more more likely to be sort of the cavalry, you know, somebody, else, you know, jumping in on somebody else's fight? No, I've definitely been a cavalry several times. But uh, listen, I want to go. The, the purpose of actually being out is to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So the last time I last thing I want is for somebody to, you know, ruin my good time. And I hate going out with certain individuals man because you know over over the years you have friends who are hotheads mm-hmm. and it doesn't take much to trigger them and set them off and just like bro man i just want to come out and just have some drinks shake my ass and talk to a female or two i don't need you yo what the fuck you looking at bro like i i don't need, I, who needs that who's got time for that the chest puffing back and forth yeah, like man uh, who's more reckless eyeballing man let's, more let's, macho let's yeah i don't know i feel like some people just have like a itchy trigger finger when it comes to that stuff like they just so much pent up energy and aggression from other stuff just from daily life maybe yeah, man. And relationships work. beer muscles man yeah beer muscles another thing too yeah i i, I don't never I've never actually like instigated a fight, you know, because yeah, I, I don't do that either. I don't drink, so I don't get drunk, which means I don't get into drunk type fights. But what I have done a few times is blacked out swinging on somebody in situations that were mostly at concerts, you know, music events. I used to listen to a lot of heavy metal and stuff like that. So going to shows, getting into mosh pits and then you get people that, you know, aren't necessarily there just to dance and, and you know kick around and, and be idiots they're there to actually like hurt people and those are the people that i get in fights with you know i don't i never have intentionally gone out to like hurt somebody but i've seen other people get hurt or bullied or beat on in mosh pits or at shows who weren't even trying to be in the pit yeah. who, who some who just got targeted by somebody with a you know big ego and and just tackled them down and, and swung on them and had people um pull me off of them that's mostly my history of fighting has been situations like that. My first fight, I think it was sixth grade. Hmm. And I was in gym class and it was a big dude. I'm going to put him on blast. Pete Javaris, you fat bastard. <laughs> I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down with my legs crossed, you know, in a row waiting for attendance in gym class. And out of nowhere for no reason, just because I don't know, he was hating on me. He, 
swung on me from behind. So I'm sitting down, cross, you know, Indian style. Mm-hmm. And he came up behind me and took his hardest punch and hit me square in the jaw. So as I'm falling over, I grab onto him and I'm just holding him until I can get my wits. Cause he, you know, he's a big kid and he knocked me into another world. And I was just holding on for dear life. Then I got my marbles, marbles and my bearings to me. And I was like a Wolverine at that point. Yeah. And kind of like you say, you kind of just black out. And I was just wailing away at this kid until the fight was broken up. Mm-hmm. And then me and him kind of had beef for a while after that. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's that's sixth grade. And then so that was my first, you know, uh, memory of a fight. And then I think after that's when I, f- I fought the girl. <laughs> you fought a girl? Yeah, man. I, I fought a girl, man. She was... She's a big girl, and I think I made a joke about her weight, and yeah, we had to fight it out. She was playing no game. She was tough. She was like the the the, the mom from um, Eddie Murphy's Harlem Nights. Okay. Oh, you gonna shoot me in my pinky toe? Quick, you wanna shoot my pinky toe? She was like her. She was like a bouted ass bitch. Like she was big and brolicking. She 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 took she took a good punch. Yeah. She also dealt a good punch, too. So who won that fight? I will not confirm <laughs> and nor deny. He's going to plead the fifth. 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 One, two, three, four. So, yeah, man. No, I, uh, yeah, my first experience with a fight, um, well, hold on a second. They, the first guy you talked about, the swung, swung on you from behind, hit you, like, in the back of the head? He hit, he's stood behind me. And swung down on me, hit me right in the jaw. Oh, like swung around. Yeah. Give you a reach around. Yeah, he gave me right in the face, though. <laughs> Give you Damn, a reach around in the head off. Um, yeah, no, my first uh, fight was not even a fight. It was basically just me getting picked on in the schoolyard. I think it was during recess, um, back when I was going, like, uh, I think in Southbound Brook or something like that. And it was like the school that I went to wasn't isn't even there anymore. They knocked it down. Uh, and this kid just came up behind. I forget what I was doing, but I went to go kick a ball, right? You know, I was like doing a wind up to kick a ball, like a kickball. And this kid grabbed me by the back of the hoodie. So that I did a little, little loop. You did Charlie Brown. Yeah. I was trying to kick the football. Yeah, man. (laughs) And I fell on the ground. I hit the back of my head. It was like a hard, you know, type like thing to do to a kid. And this kid, I think his name was Matt. I don't remember. But he was one of the, he was like, it's a cliche, like little twerpy white kid with freckles and red hair. And just like a little, he was a little shit and I just hated him. And for whatever reason, like he just grabbed the back of my hoodie, thought it would get a good laugh at it. Why redhead kids always causing problems, yo? (laughs) Back in the, yo, in movies and real life, yo, little redhead kids be causing all the problems. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Maybe they're just uh, reacting to them getting picked on for their red hair. Um, but yeah, he, he grabbed my, my hoodie, I kicked and just caught nothing but air and then just fell flat on my back. Everybody laughed Y'all at me. Start calling you Charlie Brown. So. Yeah, everybody laughed at me. I couldn't believe it happened cause it was so stupid and I didn't know what to do about it. Cause it's not like he punched me. So I like, when I stood up I was just like, I felt like if I hit him, I'd be the one swinging first, you know? And like one of the things my mom taught me, I was raised mostly by my mom with my dad not around. So like my mom always taught me like, just don't be the one to swing first or else you're going to catch charge yeah. essentially. Yeah. See, I, I feel like white people and, and, and black people fight differently. Uh, I probably. 
Yeah, like with you and your your fights, I can see you looking at your adversary and whipping off a white glove, and then you backhand him with a glove. Yeah, dueling fist. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, take that, you heathen. <laughs> and where black people is like, yo, son, you want it? You want it? And we do a lot of fast talking and, uh-huh. and fast put hand the, movements. Put the paws on him. Yeah, you, 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 you want something? Oh, 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 what, what? Yeah, we, we talk fast like we're trying to sell the fight, you mm-hmm. know? Don't nobody really want smoke until the, the smoke is actually brought to them, man. Like, you know, o- over the years, we, we go out as a crew. And I'll never forget, I'm, I'm sitting down there with my buddy Billy. And this is a night of being, you know, at the college bars in New Brunswick. And we're sitting down eating pizza, chilling, mind our own business. Your buddy Billy be me or somebody else? Nah, nah, <laughs> Billy Fibs. Oh, okay. And uh, I was like, I don't remember this. Nah, we're, we're sitting down eating, you know, a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. And this girl comes over to the table and starts talking to us. Well, apparently this dude didn't like it too much. So he comes over, you know, the girl walks away and the guy comes over and he puts his hands down on the table. And he looked at me and he looked at Billy. Well, he choked Billy. Ooh. As Billy was eating a slice of pizza, he just looked and he threw his hands up and started choking him. So naturally, I jumped up and yoked this kid. And the guy in the pizzeria was like, hey, hey, take it outside, take it outside. So the fight spilled out outside. Mm-hmm. Now, Billy's crazy. He was in the middle of eating this pizza when the kid was choking him and I had to snatch him off. So when we when it spilled outside, Billy was like, no, no, I got this. And I was like, all right, take it away because Billy's a psycho. So maybe I'm, it's just a Billy thing. I'm kind of standing <laughs> back watching things go down and the, the kid had a couple of his boys with him. And I was like, you know, the Billy and the other kid had squared up and I could see the one boy wanted to make a move on Bill. And I was like, yo, fans, if you jump in, I'm going to have to whoop that ass. And now, you know, our buddy Mario, Mario was there and Mario's a psychopath as well. Is this young Mario? Yeah. Young Mario. When okay. he was in shape. Yeah. So yeah, that's scary, bro. It went down so hard outside mm-hmm. because the kid was like, yo, you're not going to do nothing to me. And I was like, all right, well, if you interrupt this fight, it's going to be a problem. It was a problem. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I'm I'm not a psycho, but I have a different gear where if you punch me or certain type of pains kind of turn me on a little bit. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> it does like. Getting punched in the face or punched in the stomach, you might have to gather your breath a little bit, but it kind of turns me on because I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. So you just have that different gear and that different level of adrenaline where you, you if you eat a good punch and you're like, OK, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Let me see. Let me see what, what else you got. And that intimidates people when somebody hits you with everything they have. And you get and you just kind of eating. You like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh shit, this dude's got a problem, or oh, this kid's gonna be a problem. So I've always kind of been like that, you know. Like I used to do the backyard wrestling, get hit over the head with a light bulb, bang, you know, a glass bottle, bang, thrown off the roof, bang. Oh shit, yeah, and I'm with it, you know. Like I'm just a different level of that. That switch goes, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been punched in the face several times, like even as an adult, where. I'll eat it, and I'm like, okay. You taste a little bit of blood in your mouth, and like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a different breed, man. Where, you know, pain just hit different. I think getting beat as a kid kind of prepares you for life's ass whooping. <laughs> so everybody should get beat. Listen, <laughs> I got a lot of ass whoopings as a kid, man. And you know, my father used to take karate, and 
Be like, yo, yo, son, stand against that wall right there. Put your hands down at your side and don't move. All right, dad. He's like, all right, I'm about to show you something. Tighten up. All right. And my dad would roundhouse me. Bow, tip me across the room. Hit the wall. Boom. Goddamn. Stand up. Do it again. Let me show you this other move. And start <laughs> doing a. He's like, boy, stop crying. Stop being a little punk. And you go and he show you a different kick that he learned. So, yeah, man, getting kicked across the room, man, kind of it, it prepares you for life. Yeah. And, I, yo, getting hit never really scared me. Like, I'll go into a fight knowing that, hey, if I want to put my hands on you, I'll take the first punch. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And I was the, the kid, too, on the playground, man. I used to sit out there and charge kids a dollar to punch me in the stomach as hard as they could. Punch me in some cards and what? For a dollar. This is all making sense now. Yeah, man. Listen, I was about that <laughs> life, man. My, the abs, that's always had killer abs, man. I used to just sit there and train my stomach and let people wail off. Yeah. But so now that, I'm thick in the midsection, so don't try to punch me in the stomach. I'm going to have to that, stab you. That, that loud belly slap. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Train yourself, man. Prepare your kids how to fight, man. T- teach your kids how to defend themselves. That's really, really what it is, man. It's a real thing. Don't start no, won't be no. But everybody should know how to kind of defend themselves. Yeah, I don't think it's just it's one of those things that everybody should know how to do and then hope you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But it, it's super important because you don't want a kid that's just going to get beat up. You know, but you, you also don't want a kid that thinks he's the karate kid. Yeah. And then goes out there and starts talking shit and be like, oh, I used to hate the, the little bastards back in the day. I know karate. Your karate, yeah, yeah. Well, I know I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> so your karate can try to stop this punch in your face. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of karate and karate kid, you saw that show, right? The, the YouTube show? The karate kid. They yeah, re- yeah. Oh, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They remade Absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. it. I love how they spun it where the good guy was actually kind of the dick. Where it was like the bad guy... From the old movie. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, the bad guy from the old movie, the blonde guy, was like actually kind of got rocked by the dude and like, you know, shamed by him and everything else. I kind of like that they did that because too often you could just see the hero from their one perspective and not see how the other kid the whole time was getting abused by his dojo leader and his dad and everything else. And he he wasn't like uh, he didn't want to sweep the leg. You know what I mean? Like that kind (laughs) of stuff. I always thought that was pretty dope that they did that. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about hitting a female? Man, I try. I don't want to hit. Because I want to speak on it. I don't want to hit nobody. But I don't want to hit anybody. It? Listen, bro. There's if a I'm time getting attacked place, by a female, yes. then I will have to defend myself. Correct. I will not over defend myself and sort of like try to assert any kind of like, listen here, bullshit. Like what I'll basically do is just defend myself the way as if it was anybody else. Defend myself to the point where I don't need to do it anymore. And then I'll leave. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get away from the situation. Because clearly this person's unhinged. Because yes. I, I know my, I don't do anything to get swung on. Well, so you hang. Listen, I used to <laughs> hang out with certain individuals who, you know, you'd be in a, a crowded bar or a nightclub. And, you know, your boys kind of do that reach through you to like touch a girl ass or grab a girl ass. Oh, no. And now the girl thinks that it's you. Mm-hmm. And. Man, listen. I didn't touch this girl. It's minding my own business. And one of my homeboys had reached and grabbed this girl's ass. What did she do? She actually threw her glass and hit me in the face. Wow. And I was so, I didn't know what was happening. So, like, I just, out of nowhere, boom, I get hit in the face. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? And now she's attacking me. Mm-hmm. Now, I just got hit in the face with a glass, and so 
you know, and I had alcohol in my eyes because you're drinking a drink and I'm kind of like trying to get my bearings together. So I just feel like, like hands pitter pattering on me. And so I pushed her, but I didn't know it was a girl. I just kind of threw my hands out because I felt trying to, you know, free myself up to see what's going on. And then I wiped the alcohol on my face and there was a woman. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like coming at me again. And I'm like, yo, I don't want to punch this girl. So, you know, her girlfriends are all hyped up and, you know, but I, so I grabbed her. She swung on me and I just grabbed her. I was like, look, I didn't touch you. And I picked her up and I'm just holding her like this tight bear hug. And I'm like, listen, I don't know what happened. I didn't touch you. I don't know why you hit me in the face, but I didn't do nothing to you. Yeah, we got kicked out the bar that night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah man, I, I, I was at Jones Beach for Greek Fest and it was me and two of my boys and there was a girl and two of her friends that got into an altercation with this guy. Where's Jones Beach? Uh, New York. Oh, okay. And this guy was screaming at this woman. She's screaming at him. But this guy was probably like 15 dudes. So I'm watching this. I'm walking by and I'm just watching this. And all of a sudden, boom, the dude drops her. One punch drops her. And her girls are like sitting there screaming like, oh, you ain't shit, blah, And now the dude's kicking and spitting on a girl that's knocked down on the ground. Wow. While his boys are watching. So I started to walk over. My man Castle was like, yo, Rod, don't go over there. And I'm like, yo, nah, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here. So when I was like, yo, my man, my man, easy, easy, she's good, yo. I'm, so I wasn't threatening to him. I was like, yo, my man, it's, it's good, it's over, it's over. So he's like, yo, mind your business. I'm like, nah, come on, man, you kicking her. She's sleeping, bro. You mm-hmm. stomping her out. Like, come on. So now his boys come over to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go. So I took an ass whooping with this girl that day. <laughs> So, bro, I got jumped so hard and my boys actually started to come over. But there were so many dudes and there was so many people around. I, I'm literally laying on the ground getting kicked. And I just told my boys, I was like, stay out of it. Stay out of it. Just let it let it. Because I we was all going to get beat up. Somebody had to drive home. Right. So um, I took the L. My boys just kind of stood, you know, like stood the ground. They were trying to, like, break it up without throwing punches. Like, yo, all right, easy, easy. Everybody break it up. And then, you know, cops came through on the boardwalk and broke it up. But. Um. Yeah, I w- it hurt, but I wasn't faded. I just tightened up. You know, you cover yourself up, and I told you I got a different bit of a switch. I wish I could have hopped up and just freaking put the works to everybody. But you know, you got twelve, thirteen bodies on you, man. You just got to cover up and hope for the best. Yeah, mass is mass. You know what I mean? You can't, nah, can't yeah, it was go against else. fifteen yeah, dude. Yeah. stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of the same similar situation. Of what happened to me? The one, the worst time that I was at a show, and I saw. This young dude, young like a young couple. It was it was a guy and a girl. They're probably in their like mid teens, right? And they're just at the show. They're up against the wall. They're nowhere near the mosh pit. And this was actually one of my friends' uh, bands. It was like a super heavy death metal band. And you know the pit was pretty crazy. And there's a lot of kids from other towns not being very respectful. And but this, I just saw this young couple and one kid that was in the pit, like a heavier set dude, short heavy set dude. Um, is going around the edge, like the the outer ring of the mosh pit and just throwing his elbows back behind himself and hitting people on purpose. Like he's just doing that. You know what I mean? Like that's just what he's actually trying to do. And he goes around and he hits the young dude in the face, right? And then the, the young dude's just like, yo, what the F, blah, blah, blah. He starts yelling at the other guy and he just like flips him off. Like the guy in the pit just like flips him off basically and it's like, screw you, I don't care. And then he went around again the second time, bro, 
hit the he did the same thing where he he like spun around so that his back was to the to the couple, threw his elbow back again, and caught the girl across the jaw so hard that it smacked her head back into the wall, and he did it on purpose. And I saw the first incident happen, and I got girl my my blood pressure shot through the top of my head. And when I saw him come around again and hit the girl, that was a wrap. Like I have, like, you know, it seems a little silly now or a little like, you know, macho now to be like, you know, you hit a girl in front of me, I'm going to, because it's like, you know, want to treat people equally. But at the same time, like there is a difference between like a, you know, 250 pound guy hitting like a 120 pound girl in the face with this freaking elbow at full force. Like there's just an imbalance there. There's an imbalance there in the fact that she didn't want any of that. (laughs) <laughs> you know, to be going down. She wasn't in the pit. Just rage took over me. I ran, I literally ran through the pit, jumped on, like not even jumped on this guy's back, but I jumped toward him, like leapt mm-hmm. toward him and just swung on the back of his head, which is why I had mentioned that earlier about you. I swung on the back of his head, just smacked him right in the back of the head with my fist. He fell on the ground. I fell on top of him, bro. I did not stop. I blacked out in that moment and I just kept swinging left, mm-hmm. right, left, right swinging on him on the back of his head trying to reach around my knuckles were scraping against the floor the gymna- it was in a gymnasium my knuckles were screeching against the floor and just skin peeling off because i was trying to get to his face and bro i just blacked out like that was it that's the last thing i remember is like boom 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 and then just blacked out the next thing i knew my friend a couple of the friends that i was with came over to me they pulled me off of him and the guys who he was with were specifically like a group of guys who go around to start fights with people. That's what they do. It's a crew. And um, so the leader of the guy, like the main guy who was like six foot five, starts like cursing at me, yelling stuff at me. And I was like, I don't even remember what he said, but he was basically coming at me and being like, yo, you don't want to F with us, blah, 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 blah. And bro, I, I think I broke 10 laws in terms of not like, you're not supposed to threaten people like death threats. Bro, I, I think I'd, I was like, you, I was like, I'll everyone. rip your jaw off. I'll piss down your throat. Like, I was like, I'll murder you. Bro, I lost it. Lost it. And I had people hold me back. My friend's band had to stop playing. He got off stage and was standing next to me. Man, it was insane. And that was the probably the most, you know, fight, quote unquote, fight yeah, yeah. sort of situation that I've been in. And, ever, and I went home that night. I had to work a shift at a restaurant the next day. Bro everything hurt you don't realize how much you get hurt yourself in a fight even if you win it like bro my hand my knuckles hurt my wrists hurt like i had twisted them my i think like one of my i broke one of my toes and didn't even know it i was walking around like limping at the restaurant for like 16 hour shift working double shift limping on my foot just like oh i hurt my toe and it wasn't until like years later i looked at it i was it's like fucking making a 90 degree turn like my toe is actually broken wrap and uh Probably just from when I dove on him. You know what I mean? It's just some po- at some point. Hey, man, you're all pumped up, man. That that adrenaline is running through your veins. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I have actively avoid fights now because I don't know what I'll do. You know, I feel like there's a part of me that's like sort of see like everything that I've earned in my life and then been like, yeah, I'll throw that all away to, <laughs> to just go. Well, I'll get locked up over this. And I don't want to be that person. That's so, my thing, man. So I just I just avoid it at all costs and just try to defuse. Well, here's the problem with getting into fights, you know, especially 
being older. I have friends of mine who went to college, mm-hmm. got into a big fight, and almost killed a kid. My buddy went to jail, lost a scholarship. Like things, like things happen in the heat of the moment. You feel me? Um, and there's also stories that you hear where people get into a fight, throw one punch. That person that you throw the punch at falls, hits their hits their head, and they die. That just happened recently. Now you just caught a manslaughter charge mm-hmm. from throwing a punch and they fall. Like it's it's not worth it to throw away your whole life on something that can be avoided. If you're attacked, different story. But if you're you know kind of actively seeking out a fight, um, it, it's an ugly look, man. I, I don't really encourage it. Um, funny story when we were kids, man. There was a, a rival town. I, I went to South Brunswick, and there was a rival town. So one of our boys got into uh, a fight with the kid from a different town. So we had, like, a mediator, like, all right, we're going to meet at Kingsley Park at 3 o'clock on Saturday. It's going to go down. And they showed up on their bikes. We showed up on our bikes, and we had a big fucking brawl at the park. It's kind of like the that scene, was amazing. Kind of like the scene in Anchorman where all the news anchors show up. It was in Central Park. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> like that. But or wherever they were, it was amazing. Just all these little kids, man, just running around, freaking beating on each other. And you start fighting one kid, you run over, start helping somebody else, and you're getting beat up. You're like, somebody help me! Oh man, mm-hmm. come home all scraped up and bloody. Mom, dad, asking what happened. Oh, I fell off my bike because you don't want to say you got into a fucking <laughs> brawl. Yeah. There was one time I actually did fall off my bike. I split my head open. That was not a good time. It it's, <laughs> it never is. Um, as far as it being in the in my adult years, I've been into a couple of tussles, and a lot of it is just being defending, like you said, defending somebody else's actions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been times where you know the drama was brought to me at one of the bars that we like to go to, and I was just like, yeah, it's not even worth it. And then your boys got your back, so you know. Um, it's, it's, it's cool to go out with a group of guys who don't have any ill intentions, but if it does go down, they got your fucking back. Yeah. It's that long pause. I'm all heated. Uh, you you <laughs> look flustered heated. like you have flashbacks going through your mind of it's like e- stuff that happened, you know, exactly over the years. Right. It's exactly what happened. You know what's really awful, man, uh, as a grown man? Um, I've smacked people before and have seen grown men get smacked. Now, when you smack another man, <laughs> it's like they don't know what to do. So I learned this from from Mario, right? So Mario wouldn't fight you. He'd smack the shit out of you. And he had a, like a big heavy hand. Yes. And you're just in complete and utter shock and disbelief when you get smacked by another man. Like, you don't know what to do. Especially if someone's like... And you're just sitting there, like, looking stupid, like, did I just get smacked in my face? And how do I react to this? Like, it's a complete boss move to smack the shit out of somebody, and they just stand there looking looking dumb. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I tried that a couple of years ago, and the, the kid kind of stood there looking dumb for a minute, and I thought that was going to be, be that, but then he came at me with a beer bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Broke the rules. Yeah, a little bit. Um, first rule about Fight Club. Um, what was I going to say? There's a few times that I almost, almost thought we were going to get in a fight when you, me, and a couple of other people used to get, uh... Yeah, used to get fired, a little, little fired up. Yeah. Like, not just with each other, I'm talking about, like, when we were at places. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it seemed like something was going to go down. Because mm-hmm. people were acting reckless, and 
maybe being a little flirty with somebody who was there with somebody. Oh, sh- yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I would just be sitting there sweating. Just waiting, like, waiting. Uh, yep. Thinking about all of the, 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 the bailout options, how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that we all kind of can defend ourselves. To an extent, know? yeah. I feel yeah. like even people who don't fight typically can, you know. You know who got it, who don't. You know who got the heart of a lion and the heart of the uh, a coward. Like, you yeah. know who's going, who, fight fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of friends of mine who, if it was to go down, I don't think I'd be too confident if they were kind of hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> be like, all right, bro, why don't you just go sit in the car? <laughs> we'll handle this. And that's the weird thing, too, is like, I'm, when it comes to fight or flight, I immediately think of my anxiety. And like, I'm more scared just going down the street and getting lunch from a place I haven't been before than I am in a situation like that. It's cause it's like everything just turns off. You know what I mean? Like all my inhibitions, everything just kind of turn off and I'm just like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm going to do what I got to do. And everything. And I'd not like, I would never run from a fight. I would run toward it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me like, you know, some sort of like uh, career decision, life decision, something like that, I'm like, I'd probably put it off because <laughs> it's just right. like you, too much. You got to be careful too, man. Um, I remember one night, Les and I were in New Brunswick and we were in a parking deck and we were leaving for one of the clubs there and the parking deck backs up because you got to pay to get out mm-hmm. and a fight breaks out. So Les and I jump out because there were some ladies in, like involved and like it was getting kind of ugly. So Les is a big dude. You know, I jumped out and we defused the situation. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, next thing you know, police come out, guns drawn at the two black dudes. <laughs> And like, get on the ground, get on the ground. And the girls are sitting there like, no, no, it wasn't them. They like stopped this. Like the cops really wasn't here. We're laying face down, hands behind our backs. Like, and the girls was like, why are you take them out of the cuffs? Like they helped defuse the situation. Nobody got hurt. So you just, yeah. the one thing about being, you know, like a, a, a stand up guy or person of character is Sometimes you put yourself in bad situations mm-hmm. and it's sometimes better to kind of mind your own business if things aren't life threatening. Yeah. Um, hanging out in New Brunswick, I came out of one of the bars and walking to my car and from a distance. I think we were just talking about this on the other show, uh, my other show. This dude is kicking my car. I mean, like putting his foot into the side of my driver's side door hard. And so I'm like, holy shit, is that my car? And they were like, yo, that's your car. So I ran over, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, that's my car. So... I'm in the dude was like, oh, that's your car? I'm like, yeah, yo, what the f-? Yeah, I'm I'm heated because I love my car. Mm-hmm. And uh the guy was like, all right, money, calm down. Calm down. I'm like, no, bro, you're destroying my car. And so, like, I pushed him and he was like, yo, I said I'm sorry. And then he lifted up his shirt and the dude had a gun. And I was like, oh, I was like, yo, psh, I needed to get a new door anyway. <laughs> I was like, man. And I kicked the car too. I was like, man, this stupid ass car. I was like, man, I ain't even worried about it. Don't trip, homie. It's all good. <laughs> and it's time to be out. So yeah, you just, you never know, man. Everybody wants to be a tough guy, but you, you just fucking never know, man. Um, I, you know, being out of the bar, guy said something to me. I said something back and dude pulled out a knife and he wanted to poke me up in a bar. I'm like, bruh, it's not that serious. You just never know. Like everybody thinks that they're the biggest and the baddest until some real shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't worth me getting stabbed or having to defend off a knife for what had happened, but you know, when certain people think that they got it, there's somebody out there that that got it, too. You know yeah. what I mean? So and that's where things can get real dangerous and real slippery, especially if they got the cheat codes like that. Yeah. 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 
I honestly, I feel like I've always been more scared to get stabbed than shot. Is that weird? I feel like being stabbed is just scarier. It's like more visceral. <laughs> I, I guess. Like you get shot, it's like pop, pain, hospital. It's like, <laughs> stab is just like, like all through your meat. It's just like, ah. What you think that bullet do? I know, but it feels like it's faster. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's stupid, but it feels like getting stabbed just seems so scary. I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine it being pleasant. I mean, people used to get stabbed all the time. It still like in happens. The, people seventies and eighties, like stabbed. Oh, that was the thing to do. Everybody had a everybody knife had a knife or, or 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 box cutters. Everybody getting freaking sliced up. I was one of those kids in high school where I had a, I used to carry a razor on my cheek, mm. put it in my mouth, and I was nice with. It. I used to be able to spit razors, but that was just kind of something that we learned to do. You all day you're in school, all day just. Tossing a razor around a uh, razor blade in my mouth, like I can do tricks with it. I can spit it and shoot it into a wall. But yeah, I used to walk around with a razor, a razor blade in my mouth razor, all day. Razor Ray. Yeah, all day. Razor. Yeah, that was the that was <laughs> that was the shit to do, man. People are like, yo, you got a razor blade in your mouth, and I just like show it, mm-hmm. stick my tongue out, and the razors on it, and they were like, yo, you're nuts. No. Yeah, man, I was pretty, man. I was too. Yo, listen, everybody wanted to smoke with the new guy. I was always the fucking new guy. Same. Went to three high schools, so I'm always the new guy. You know, the the black dude with the blue eyes and the ladies like me, man, that was a problem, bro. I, I, the one school I went to, I used to have to leave my books and my book bag in my locker and wait for the bell to ring, like go to class, let the bell ring, and then excuse myself to go to the bathroom to get my books because I needed my hands free in school because dudes was always trying to jump on me for no, just because I was new and, you know, good looking and like it was always a problem. Getting always ju- a problem. Getting jumped... I don't know what was you when you were younger, but getting jumped was almost like a thing. Like when we were in school, it was like, it's like everybody was getting jumped constantly. It's yeah. like so-and-so got jumped yesterday. And you're in class with the people who jumped you. It was just so awkward. It was just like a trendy thing to do. It was just like, hey, we're going to jump so-and-so later. We're going to jump so-and-so. Again. He's going to get jumped after school. And you would just hear about it. You're just like, someone's going to get jumped yep, after school. Buzz. Yep, yeah. buzz circulating throughout the school. And everybody's yeah. like kind of creeping around the corner, like looking at the person like, oh, they're going to get jumped. But I'll never forget in, in, in high school, I was nowhere. I was on a football team. Now, where the seniors locker, like the starting seniors had like their own locker room. Mm-hmm. So it was like a locker room inside a locker room where it was like actually caged in. So all of the pads and stuff were in there. So I happened to be at my locker getting ready for practice. A couple of the boys came to the locker room. Now, it was a, a cage, okay? So, now they locked the cage. Now, I got three dudes in there with me, and the cage is locked, and people sit on the outside. And I'm like, all right, new guy. And I'm like, yo, come on, bro. Like, I'm trying to get the practice. And you just got to, just got to take it. Mm-hmm. You dish it, and you take it. And, you know, you get a couple of licks off, but ultimately, yo, a couple of dudes, man, start wearing you down, man. But, yeah, school, school certain parts of school were not fun. Yeah. I think people, I think a lot of time people dismiss the fact that like just being a male in like high school and stuff like that, you're like, it's almost like you're, you're a target for like, just, I don't know what, it, what, what, it, what is it? It's just like guys have to like prove each other to they each have other. To prove, man. Yeah. It's a bunch of haters, man. Yeah. When you're a kid, yo, just the jealousy aspect of everything is crazy. It's like, you have to be in a fight to like prove yourself. It's so weird. It's kind of like a jailhouse thing, man. You, you, yeah. I had to, I had to show cats, you know, from the rip, like, yo, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm no punk. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a badass, but I ain't no punk. Yeah, I got around you know? it. I got around it. I didn't have to do. I didn't have to fight anybody. I didn't. I never got jumped. 
But what I did was I was like, I was the crazy white kid. You know what I mean? Like Yo, I was, nobody wanted to mess with the crazy white boy. I was the crazy white boy. I can see you definitely being a crazy white boy. That's what I was. And, you know, I always listened to rap, but I always listened to metal. And I think the fact that I listened to metal scared a lot of people back then. Like nowadays, nobody really listens to metal. And if you do, it's just kind of whatever. But I listened to like some really heavy stuff and I was drawing. You was the white boy that everybody was scared that's going to come back and shoot up the school. Bro, I used to draw. <laughs> I used to draw like little scenes in my notebook. Of like little army men like running each other over, killing each other yeah, with chainsaws, you was, and you was that kid. I like I would draw. You probably wore a trench coat too. No, I don't think I did have a trench coat, <laughs> but I did damn near. You know, I pretty much had that kind of thing going on. Um, but yeah, I had like the crazy white kid thing going on because I came to school and I think within the first few weeks I got pissed off at a teacher and I threw a chair in class, mm. and that just kind of like permeated throughout the school. It was just like. Oh, Billy's crazy. Yeah, he's psycho. He's crazy. So nobody jumped me. Nobody really started crap with me. Um, you know, I made I made actually like a pretty decent group of friends <laughs> out of it. And uh, I just kind of got around it. And then by the time I was in high school, I got a, a little bit less angry, I think. Because you were mentioning before, like how you were always the new kid. Like I was also always the new kid. Like we moved from... Southbound Brook to Bound Brook to Bridgewater to Somerville back to Bound Brook. I went to public schools, private schools, you know, Catholic schools. It just one year here, two years there, one year here, all over the place. Like I don't have any childhood friends that like I grew up with or anything like that. I have people that I made friends with like junior, senior year of high school that I still see every now and then, but I don't have any friends that are like close from that time period. And um, I think because of that fact, like, I was just always angry. You know what I mean? Like I was just was like, like, screw it. This place doesn't matter anyway. You know? And, and I think when I was just in class that day, teacher was like maybe making me look stupid or something. I don't know. They were like, stand up and read. And I could like, couldn't read it or something. I'm still a pretty slow reader, <laughs> but like I, you know, something made me feel insecure. And I just like, I grabbed my chair, like by the back of the chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Against my forearm. And I just, whoop, like gorilla threw it <laughs> like it was a tree like king kong and i just whipped it at the like toward the blackboard against the wall and i got sent to the um to detention and uh and that was pretty much it like the story got around and i didn't have they to do had you admit it bro they should have well that's honestly <laughs> not to take a turn here but when i was younger like in that exact same time period all the friends that I made were other bad kids. Like we were friends. We were in school suspension friends. We were detention friends. I was going down the wrong path. Yes, that was us. You know, I had a friend who who got expelled for bringing a gun to school. No clip, not loaded, but had it in his locker and got caught. I had another friend who brought uh, weed to school. Yo, what you trying to say is you hung out with the black kids. <laughs> I did hang out. <laughs> I did. But they weren't the only ones getting in trouble for yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But I'm just saying... Like, you know, that's sort of the path that I was going down. And that's sort of like how I was able to get around having to fight anybody. I think there was just like an intimidation factor there. Um, Yo, don't hang up. Don't, don't mess with the crazy white boy to hang out with the black kids. Yeah. My friend Rodney used to call me white chocolate. <laughs> I mean, I still do. You still call me white chocolate. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. The first time you said that, I was just, how'd you know my yeah, name? Sometimes you got it, man. Listen. How'd you know my name? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, it's nice to know how to fight and you want to be a decent human being. 
like I said, to be able to protect yourself. Um, don't start none, won't be none, man. And the older I get, the more that I see that I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to upset me. And if something, if I don't like something, yo, I have no problems removing myself from a situation. And I'm at the point where I don't need to prove myself to other people mm-hmm. that I'm not a bitch. I just choose not to get, you know what? It's a beautiful day and I'm not trying to go to jail today. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. But a lot of people always, yo, people always feel like they have something to fucking prove. And that type of ego was what fucking gets you in trouble mm-hmm. or gets you knocked the fuck out is the ego. Yeah. You go, you, gotta, yo, you see me how many you times? You just gotta drop in, just let it be, man. Keep it moving. Yeah, how many times have you seen me post kill your ego? Like, I wanna get that tatted, man. Kill your ego. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it because it controls you more than you control it. It's not, it's not a good thing. You know, it's gonna get you in more trouble than it'll get you anything else. It's good to have self confidence. It's good to, you know, feel good about yourself and feel like you can do anything you put your mind to, all that other stuff. That's not the ego we're talking about. We're talking about the ego that, takes over and makes you do things that you don't necessarily agree with you know i think the the last real uh, encounter i had was probably just before covid and i you know i said to this dude i said look we can either have a problem and we can and we can fight and it's going to be a problem or we can get girls (laughs) it's up to you either we get kicked out and get into a fight or we can get girls up to you Mm mm-hmm and he kind of nodded his head at me and probably a half hour later sent over a drink and that was that beef done mm-hmm. done like either you know fuck up the night or let's go fucking enjoy yourself and go get girls yeah so yeah. what's the moral of the story moral of the story is uh, uh i got by on white privilege <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story is i got by on white privilege because uh I went to the guidance counselor. I got extra help uh, after school from tutors and all my friends got kicked out of school because I was the only white one. And that shit stuck with me. <laughs> Damn. And people say white privilege is not a thing. That is the first time I realized it was a thing was that when all my friends were no longer in school with me and I was just getting extra help for doing the same bad shit. People and people say that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, li- listen, <sighs> We matter of fact, we can actually get into that on a different episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good idea. So, thank you for listening to another episode of the Ghost and Shadow Podcast. This is your boy Ray Vegas. And this is Billy Goldfang. And we are signing out. <laughs> <laughs>